Greetings and welcome to Fresh Text. Fresh Text is a weekly podcast where a couple pastor scholars dig into the Word of God using a seasonally appropriate scripture passage. We hope that it will be enjoyable and edifying for all, and especially equipping for pastors or teachers who are working on sermons or lessons in the upcoming weeks. I'm your host, John Drury. I teach systematic theology and spiritual formation for Wesley Seminary and Indiana Wesleyan University. My guest this week is Colleen Durr. Colleen is the president of Wesley Seminary, where I teach, and where she has been a teacher for almost 10 years uh, prior to her presidency, uh, which began a few years ago. Uh, She is a professor of Christian education and of spiritual formation, and she was a a children's pastor and engaged in a variety of ministries in terms of curriculum and local church ministries of various kinds uh, prior and still uh, her professorate. And uh, most of all, she's just a dear friend of mine, and I love talking about the scriptures with her. And she's here this week to discuss our Easter text, which is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 through 11, which is the epistle reading for Easter Sunday. Make sure to subscribe if you're not already, so you never miss an episode. And as you're listening, if you're enjoying the show, hit the share button on your podcast player app of choice to pass this show along to others so that they may benefit as well. Last of all, we'd like to thank our patron saints for supporting the show in various and sundry ways. And we want to invite you, if you've not become a patron saint, uh, to go to patreon.com slash fresh text. It's patreon.com slash fresh text to see different ways you can support the show and see some bonus content that can come your way uh, when you do so. Thanks for listening and enjoy this conversation with Colleen. Well, shall we jump in? Sure. Yeah. Will you uh, read the passage in a translation of your choosing? First yeah. Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. Happy to. And this is the ESV. Ooh. I bought a new one with bigger print because <laughs> it's that time. It's that time to need a bigger print. Yeah. <laughs> Just becomes this massive book to carry around the big Alas. print. <laughs> but here we go. <laughs> Now, I would remind you, brothers and sisters, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand, and by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. That he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, in accordance with the scriptures. And that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than five hundred brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, 
I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we preach, and so you believed. The Word of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Father, we give you thanks that on the third day after his death, you raised your son Jesus from the dead, and that you did not keep this a secret between him and you, but that you allowed him to appear, to be seen by individuals and groups, and even in a strange way to the Apostle Paul who wrote these words in a letter so many centuries ago. And Father, we recognize that your Son is not meant to appear to us in the same way now, in the time between the beginning and the end. And yet, nevertheless, we can receive this word, uh, believe in faith, and be stirred up in our hope that he will appear again in a way that can be seen by all, so that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Mm -hmm. So in this time, uh, help us to hear this word, to receive it, and to be equipped by your spirit to hand it on. (laughs) Handing it on not merely by quoting it, although that itself is pretty valuable, Mm -hmm. uh, but to exposit it, to explore it, and that in our conversation, those who listen in also will be more deeply equipped uh, to be a part of this chain of handing on from generation to generation of the truth of the gospel. We ask for this equipping power that is by your spirit in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It's been too long. Not. I mean, you it, and I just hung out this morning. But yeah, I don't. Too long to have you on the show. It's I think been it's, a year. I think it's been a year. Yes, it has been. I was putting the schedule together, and I couldn't resist because you were on last Easter. <laughs> Correct. And the first time you were on, it was when we were piloting the show, right? In right, this right, room, right. actually, again. Yes. Without a table, it's this kind of like old that's school. right. That's right. <laughs> Me, you, and Aaron, I think, did one. We did an Easter series, like on the seminary podcast, it, to pilot. This. It was Ken. You, me, and Ken. You're right. <laughs> it was. You're right. That that's right. I forgot because I was still experimenting with the format. Then yeah, it hadn't. Yep. So, oh, you're right. It was, <laughs> and it was an Easter text. I think in John, maybe I yep. can't remember yep. now. But anyway, so then I just this year I was like, oh, well, now it's just tradition. I just have <laughs> I have Colleen on for Easter. <laughs> it's happened twice. We guys got to make it a thing. I don't know. <laughs> We'll see if it stays. That's right. These are great passages. So I'm happy to do that. (laughs) Yeah. So what what grabs your attention as you look at this classic passage? Yeah. Oh, man. So much, right? I know. Uh I think how he starts the tone. Okay. Uh, And especially when you know 1 Corinthians well, right? And what's been happening in the preceding 14 chapters. And then this one, the tone. Now, I would remind you. (laughs) Right. Yes. Right. You know, so there's been, he's had to be the referee over internal stuff, you know, the disagreements happening. And he's had to be um, the correction officer, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right, for stuff where culture has, you know, played this negative influence in the Mm -hmm. Uh, life. And then this transition now, 
chapter 15 and following. And it's this, now I would remind you. I mm-hmm. mean, it just, it feels, um, you can sense the relational tone in it mm-hmm. that he has them. And it's this reminding them of who they are. Yeah. It's like, you already know this. This is, this is who you are. Of course, at the end of, what is it, verse 2? Unless it, I, you believed in vain, yeah, like the, it's the, the qualifier, right? The, pole, the polemics are slight, slid in, but they're not. They're not in the lead. No, no, and that's right. There are p- earlier passages in here where he drops the hammer a little harder. Yes, yeah, and he'll get there here, but he, he does. He couches it in a lot of. Yeah, no, I, I catch that tone. Yeah, so I think that's important. I, I think there's a shift in fifteen. I feel like this is the intended culmination. Right. Not just one topic among others. That's a debate in the interpretation of 1 Corinthians. But I, I really – I agree with those who would say this is – he sets out in the letter with an eye to really land the plane on this one. Right, right. Um, and there's clues, I think, throughout the previous parts of the book because he makes references to yes. the resurrection throughout. Yes, yes. That he's kind of – that this is the biggie. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So there is a kind of this should be the least. We should disagree the least on this, book, right? <laughs> That's right. And yet, even here, you need some reminding, right? Right. And so it's in those first couple of verses. It's the you pronoun over and over again mm-hmm. because he's he's You're reminding right. them of who they are, what they already know, what they've already believed. So that, the that focus plural you again and again, again and again. Yeah, now I want to count them up. Let's see. I would remind you, the gospel which I gospelized to you, plural, and then a verb with you, with you which you mm-hmm. received. Yeah. It's not a separate pronoun, but still, the verb's there. Mm-hmm. You received, in which you stand, mm-hmm. and through which you are being sta- saved. I mean, that's that's five already, and we haven't even finished verse two, right? So this is pretty <laughs> – yeah, and if you hold fast – Lest you believed in vain. Now we're up to seven. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. Yes. Handed on to you yeah. Yeah. as the first, um, which you received, which in some ways I think is important because from then on, the rest of our passage, I think, yeah, no more you, no more you drops out. So yes. there might be something there yeah. to reflect on because then it's yeah. all about what happened not to Christ, the, not till the very end, so that you believed. It's the very You're least. right. Oh, I missed it. Circle. Which is why to end at 11, right? Bring it back. Bring it back. Good eye, good eye, good eye. Yeah, yeah. Whether then it was I or they, so we preach and so you believed, which is back to back. the point. Back what, to the point. Did you believe in vain? Because it's the verb right. in, in, in two. He comes back to it. Good eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's something important there. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but he, he's he's talking about. You know, what happened to Christ and what happened to all yeah. these other apostles and yes. then to himself. Yes. But then, you know, this was all for you. But yes, yes. Yeah. And and the um, the humanizing of the whole thing, because it's person huh. after person after person after person. Like the names, right? The group, people groups who witnessed Christ. It appeared to him. You know, now it. It's it's in scripture, like right. you know. So he reminds them it's in, but person after person after person. So the humanity of what the resurrection was for, mm-hmm. and so it begins with the humanity we all most care about, which is our own. <laughs> my favorite topic. <laughs> so, 
Nazi. <laughs> so, you know, what better way you have the, this conciliatory uh, approach to the to the conversation and then you, you know, pique their interest by you, 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 you. But then over and over again, over again, person after person after person after person. Man, I didn't even think of the rhetorical effect of that. You're, you're so good at s- sensing that. Listeners to the show will have heard me mention this before. I don't know if I have on a on an episode with you, Colleen. But in, in college, we were trained by Steve Lennox, mm-hmm. Mandy and I, when we took exegesis oh, yeah. class with him. And he had these 10 steps, and one of them was the atmosphere. And what's the atmosphere of the text? I never understood it. it was, that was too, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> too touchy-feely. Touchy. I didn't get it. You know? <laughs> but I hear in your comments some... Yep. And it's taken me years to really, and now I think it's like the most important thing. It's right. ca- capturing right. the atmosphere, right? which is linked to kind of the rhetoric, the you and then the switch. And I, it didn't even dawn on me till today. Again, I'm such a flat-footed, literal person. I'm like, oh, here's a list of the people who he appeared to. <laughs> but to hear you say that this is, a, this is maybe a humanizing and a personalizing. Personalizing. And absolutely. then maybe inviting the you, the audience, to yes. be a part of that. Their name is in the story. list. Yes. Because in some sense, there's a distinction. These are these special people yes. who yes. saw, and right, you right, aren't, right. which is kind of how I took Apostles, it. I think that was even right? in my prayer. Yeah. But I think the emphasis is not just there. It's it's there, but also right. there's a flip side. Well, and, you know, so... Well, he's, and he's on the border. Sorry, I just cut you off. What no, you saying? well, yeah, right, because he's an apostle. He saw, but he, but kinda, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't in the 40 days. He <laughs> no, no, wasn't no, with right, him right, from right. the beginning. Yes. He, he he persecuted the church. He had a different experience. And it's almost like saying... was after he ascended. It wasn't a proper resurrection correct, appearance, but in correct. some sense, it was better. It's just, it's just <laughs> subtle, right? <laughs> but it's this... Oh. But you, you too... And you're in through me. You're so in. You're, you too. I'm kind of with you, but you I'm also with them. You two have seen him. Whoa. Whether through them or through me, you two have witnessed yeah. the resurrection of the Christ. It came through the handing on of a word, Yeah, but it's still a genuine appearing. It's a genuine appearing. Oh, that's really good. And that, that links to some other themes in 1 Corinthians, where right. it talks about discern the body back in first corinthians 11 yes yeah can you discern the body of christ yes and it, it isn't just knowing that the risen jesus is present yeah it's knowing that the risen jesus is this group this, of people right. that's the right body. absolutely or in the stuff on sex in seven yeah you know if you yep. <laughs> if you're with a prostitute now christ is with a <laughs> prostitute with, right, so, right. so he's right yeah i didn't even see that connection till i always have had the habit of taking this text as him kind of talking about, you know, these witnesses back right, there right. and then, which yep. he is doing, but I think the atmosphere actually is pointing in the other direction. It, it just, it feels like he has, because of how he starts it, it feels like he has switched the tone. Otherwise, he would start with three. He, yeah. But he starts with one and two to make, to make it relational, mm-hmm. to emphasize the personal connection and focus and then he and then of course and then he brings them back in and you and you believed yeah no you, the the rhythm of it and and it really is the beauty of it in how it is situated in the whole of the letter of course as well and this loveliness of i mean you, you think in terms of you're this group of individuals who have gathered you know and and have you know been trying to figure this out cuz Paul's in, over and doing, yeah. his, doing his thing elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, he'd been with them, I think, 18 months. Right. Says, and, and then he, he was gone. And he left. And then he left. 
And so they're trying to figure this out. And and you could read the tone in the earlier chapters is pretty harsh, right? There's lots of... Drop the ball, guys. Yeah. 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 You know, there's lots of... You've allowed culture to... You know, so there's lots of correction. And then it comes to this, this turn of this warmth approach. Yeah. I mean, even those three verbs which I, I really was drawn to to confirm your your observation. Not only the does the the personal address to you, brothers and sisters, but the which also you have received. And I was thinking about the tense here. Yeah. You have received in which you have been standing yeah. and through which you are being saved. We can talk about the meaning of those words in a second, but just to be the grammar geek for a moment for yep, my custom. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, the first one is an aorist, so it's a simple past. It right. happened. You received right. it. You, received you don't do that over yep. and over again. The second is in which, and it's a perfect tense, which we have in English. We're standing. You have stood. Yeah, yeah. Our translations, I think, have it kind of as a simple present, in which you also stand, which is yeah. fine, yeah. but the perfect tense gives a sense of, you have stood and are still standing. Standing. Right? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Right. Um, right. And then the through which you are being saved. Present tense is a continuous. Moving in forward. Greek. Right. 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 So you are in yeah. the process of being right. saved. Right. And there's almost a whole little journey. This progression. And all affirmation. None of those are saying. No. Right. Right. None of these are. Discipline You will receive area. when I come. Right. He right, right. says that sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. Receive yep. it. Or. Uh, or, uh, hey, it's time to stand up. Yeah. Or you will be saved from the wrath to come. I mean, he can talk that way. Right. But here it's all... You've got this, people. You've received it. You've been standing in it. And you are in the process of being saved yeah. through uh, it. Uh, unless it was in vain. <laughs> right. right, right. <laughs> you know, so it's... And, and that for me... Hence the hold fast. Right. Right? So that's the only thing left to do is to hold fast. Hold fast. To hold fast to what's already in place. Yes. Yeah. There's no no. This is the same right. verb in First uh, Thessalonians five, which says, well, you know, cling to what is good." You know that quote: yeah, the, yeah, the, yep. "Get rid of what's flee, evil, cling flee to what's from good." What is evil. Yep. Yeah, this is that same word. Like, cling to it. You yep. just got to hold, hold fast. On, hold you already on. have it. You, you don't need it. anything more yes. from me. Yes. Yep. Which is again why it's nice at the end of the letter, kind of. Yeah. I don't need to tell you anything else. You've already received the stuff that matters. Well, you know, it, it, cling it, though. Hold if on by to it. by the time they got here, they're thinking maybe we didn't actually have it. Uh, Maybe we had missed. You know what I mean? Yeah. After hearing over and over, you know, yeah. your your uh, your personal behavior is sketchy. <laughs> yeah, 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 your morality yeah. is in question. You're full of divisions <laughs> you know? and dissent. Like, and even your practices are messed up, people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, by the time they get to this, thing, you yeah, right. You can't even meet for the Lord's Supper and do it right. <laughs> no. So they get to this and they're like completely defeated. Right. And he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I see that. You're still my brothers and sisters because you, you received. Yeah. You've received so the gospel. It's, it's, this is an affirming. You've taken your stand in it. This is an affirming and a reminding of who they are. You're being saved by it. Yeah. That's good, man. This is good. Let's take a quick break and come back and dig okay. a little deeper. we're back. Welcome back to Fresh Text. I'm here with uh, Colleen Durr, uh, and we're looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. So we've talked about the atmosphere, the 
the vibe, the the tone, yeah, and this movement between you, the audience, and back again. So, I mean, we can go a lot of different places, but <laughs> I, there's one thing I noticed that I wanted to ask your okay opinion about this this whole thing that runs from three through. I guess all the way to eight. Yeah. But especially even just three and four uh, and the beginning of five just like really grabbed me this kind of like summary of the gospel. Absolutely. And interestingly, if if I've been asked, typically if we're asked to kind of, what's the, you know, give me a summary of the gospel. This might not be what we think to list, (laughs) right? Right, We might say other things. Yeah. And, and especially this phrase right at the beginning, for what I received, I like that, mm-hmm. even because, of course, he appears to him, but he also talks that he's a part of the receiving. Right, right. For what I received, or for what I handed on to you in among the first, like right. the most important thing. Right, right, right. Which you have received. And then there's these series of that's. Are all the that's in the English you and I have? Yeah, that, that, that. Yep, yep. There's four, I think. Yep. So that that Christ died, <laughs> and say more, but I just want to do the verbs. That Christ died, and that Christ was buried, right. and that Christ was raised, right. and that he, and that Christ appeared. That's it. And right the appeared there. gets repeated, so clearly right, 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 right. That's, that's getting emphasized. Right, right, right. Um, four times, I think, the appeared yep. repeats. But before we get into those, because we already talked about it, maybe we'll come back to it. But I don't know, like if someone were to ask you, if you were to list the four things that make up yeah. the the gospel or the Christian faith, are these the four you would pick? Call them? <laughs> <laughs> I guess is the, the thought experiment. Do we start with Good Friday, right? That's yeah, strange. <laughs> yeah. And, and yet Paul is telling them all of it is summarized here. Yeah. How does buried get on the four list? Died, buried, raised, <laughs> appeared. Yeah, yeah. What is what is the cultural significance that that, that buried mm. is included? Huh. That's a great way to ask it. Yeah. Uh, Any if hunches? He, if he was saying it to today's group, hmm. perhaps it wouldn't. You know, a today's audience, perhaps maybe he wouldn't something else would be, need to be there. Be there. But is there huh. something culturally happening that buried is significant? That that it wasn't just he died, but he was buried. And of course, there was significance to the burial. True. 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 Hmm. The tomb that was used, the process that was used, the right. stone, you know, that that whole, that is important. Um, and so perhaps that's all wrapped up in that word buried. Uh, I don't know enough about the cultural background, but that'd sure. be a great thing to, when you're preparing a sermon to take a glance, especially take if you're going to spend more time see, on that. Yeah. See if there was a cultural significance, especially in Corinth, that that would have mattered. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great side note about for our listeners about at least how I approach teaching and preaching prep. Like that's exactly how I would do it is I wouldn't immediately go look it up. I would jot, okay, if this is going to be central to the sermon, I need to learn some more about it. Yes. If the sermon goes in another direction, well, I can say that for another week, you know, <laughs> a lot of us sometimes get in our head that we have to do all our study oh, right, right, right. and then do all of our preparing of how to communicate it. Yeah. And the instinct behind that is, is commendable that you don't want to just right. make stuff up and you want to... Yes, yes, uh, yes. 
But at the same time, I think there's a constant back and forth. Yes, between. I agree. I agree. Because there's some there's value to what is the passage saying to you? What is the spirit saying to you about this? Yeah. And then you go to verify. <laughs> right. And, and, and do you and if you, and be willing to be corrected. Yes, 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 right. yes. It's, because you, you can't go that way if you're not willing, if you're just going to go look for ammo. Oh, right, right, right. But if you look, verify is a good word. You yep. say, I'm going to trust the Spirit's moving me this direction, but I'm going to confirm it right. and clarify, correct. Those are my... Right. Because uh, I acknowledge I'm bringing my own bias yeah. to this. So, <laughs> yeah. So so as the passage yeah, continues past what we've read, you know, this monster chapter, I'm glad we're not talking about the right, whole right. thing. Right, right. Oh, my word, yeah. But it is a, it's an amazing chapter, the whole thing. But clearly there's some issues about... And some confusion over Christ. What did he really raise, the, or did he really die? The appearing, what, yeah. a, a, the, the the emphasis on that he appeared, and it wasn't just you know to this group. Or, it was look at all these witnesses. Look at look at all the witnesses. All different kinds of. So you might you might have a problem with this one or that one, but <laughs> <laughs> nice and discredit them. But you can't re- discredit the whole. <laughs> Bingo. No, I think that's spot on. Yeah. Yeah, you might think, oh, well, you know, some individual might have just been having a dream. It's like 500 at once? Yeah. Are they having? Right? <laughs> that's like, right. That... That's right. <laughs> and I wonder if buried fits into that, too, because you can say that someone died, especially in that time. Yes. When, yep. you know, we've come, we've medicalized that's the good. concept of being dead, right? But, right. But even the notion that burial was the, you know, the signifier you know, that people went and touched his body and yes. interacted and really knew that and he was And he was really in a dead. tomb for yes. three days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wrapped in, right. <laughs> so it might be, and yeah. actually both of them, now, maybe this is yeah. too analytical for your taste, Colleen, but um, there is a real clear pattern here. I almost want it to be lined out like bullet points. We were in a meeting. <laughs> Someone was talking about bullet points. Yes, that's right. Right, but those that's are almost like bullet points. Yes. Oh, absolutely. You could write it out like that. That could even be good yep. if, depending yep. on the culture of the the, the church you're kind of in, the communication style, that right. could even be very helpful to just flash that up on a screen. Yep. Bullet point these four that's, and the parallelism is clear because the first one is that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures <laughs> and that he was buried yes and that he was raised right. on the third day is kind of parallel to four <laughs> according sins, to the scriptures <laughs> according to the scriptures right yes yeah 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 and he appeared and then the appeareds keep getting repeated yes. so that's that has its own logic yeah but there is a parallel there's really four things or more accurately right. two sets of two <laughs> right there's died with some detail about what that means and yeah. buried. Yes. And he was raised with some details and appeared. Period. And it makes me wonder if we sometimes talk, he died and rose. Yes. And that's true. But in some weird sense, the di- this is back to your point about personalizing. Yeah. Um, if all we ever say is that Jesus died and rose, even died and rose for us, it's still, that's something that happens just to him. Yes. Yeah. But he appeared. Sing- as a singular. Right. But the burial is something he didn't do. No, right. <laughs> other was, people. That, that's right. Joseph of Marathia, you could almost add those details. He was yes. buried. He was yep. received in the arms of Mary. He was prepared for burial. <laughs> prepared. Yep. And Guarded. Joseph and Nicodemus, right. There's a whole narrative. That can <laughs> All be these brought people in. involved. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Whereas like the moment of death's a moment. Right. That in some sense is is, is his alone. Yeah. 
And the moment of resurrection is a moment. That, and, and interestingly, resurrection as such has no witnesses. Right, right, right. We saw him yes. strictly. But the burial and the appearing. <laughs> Those are the ones that others are kind others. of involved in and drawn into the story, yeah. drawn into the narrative. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe I'm overdoing that, but I feel like no, there's a there's... bit of a parallel there. Yeah. And I don't know, but they use the language or fallen asleep. You know, some of them are yes. now asleep. But he he was buried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wasn't just. So if you're thinking maybe he was just asleep, yeah. <laughs> but it is. It's this. It's this emphasis of the death. Yeah. Um. And the significance of the actuality of the death. Yeah. Don't we have we have a phrase? A, it puts the nail. I was getting ready to say it really puts the nail in the coffin. I'm like, oh well, that's like literally. <laughs> no, it literally puts, puts the there's nail a nail in the coffin. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Not that they use wooden coffins like us, yeah. but there's a real definitiveness. And the same way with his resurrection. And you could see if there's some kind of spooky mystical stuff happening right, in right, Corinth, right. which yes. seems to be happening. Yes, it seems to be happening with all the other you can worship imagine, of all oh, the other gods. The dying and rising, yes, yes like yes, the gods yes, of yes. Egypt. Yeah, yeah, yep. It's like, no, no, this happened to this very particular person. Yeah. And he was buried. And he appeared to these, some of whom you, you've met. Right. Or you've heard about. Right. You know, and I talked about the cultural significance of their day, but the cultural significance of our day and all of this scientific inquiry that would try mm. to disprove all of it because yeah. they could try to deny that he actually died. Right. Right. Um, so even for us today, that phrase, and was buried, matters. Mm-hmm. It makes it more concrete. Yes. And more definitive. For the apologetic, Yes. I think that's fair. And the same with the appearing, you know. The appearing. There are people walking around. and Some of them are still alive. You could go ask them. You could go ask them. Of course, some have have fallen asleep. Yeah, right. Um, And definitely, I mean, Paul's own experience is probably... I mean, interestingly, Paul's experience and calling, in some sense, is the least trustworthy. Hmm. Because it's just some dude who said he saw... (laughs) Somebody who died, who turns out actually rose from the dead, right? And he and he says, and the lo- you know, what is the yeah, phrase he uses like one untimely. Last of all, as one untimely born, yeah. <laughs> you know, I so mean, he's like, out of not in proper sequence, right? Right. So even um, both among Christians, as not a proper apostle, <laughs> exactly, and among a skeptical the, Greek, right, or uh, a zealous Jew, he he would be seen as well at least. At least these guys claim they saw him walking around after he died. You're saying you saw a vision in heaven. That There's always somebody saying that. Yeah. Right? You almost right. want to roll your eyes. It's actually the kind of thing he ro- was rolling his eyes at exactly. before exactly. as a persecutor of the church. So in some sense, he's the least trustworthy. But then in this weird way, his personal narrative is actually the most striking. Because why would he turn well, that's, completely the other way around. Well, so, and in some sense, his testimony is, it's, is it, the most compelling. That's why, that's why it's important that the sentence, uh, 10, that's why 10 is critical. Yeah, 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 yes. yes. Because it's not, uh, how do you know that this, mo- that, that appearing to me mattered and was significant and is, and is tr- noteworthy and trustworthy? <laughs> Well, at the end of the day, I, I can't convince you. It's by the grace of God. It's right? by the grace of God. Three times. By the grace of God. Grace is mentioned in this passage, yeah. which I don't think I noticed until today, reading it again. Yeah. How many times he repeats. The grace of God. But it's not an excuse. Right. 
That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Say more. Because the grace of God, all of this is because of the grace of God. I didn't deserve it. But I work harder than any of them. <laughs> of course you Again, that because, of course I saw that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing. But again, I work harder for many of them by the grace of God. Right. So even my work is a, yeah. is a result of God's grace. No, I think I think that's spot on. Yeah, I mean, these, these three mentions of the grace of God, the last one is that where he begins to say, of course, I, I work harder even than them. Yeah. But it's not me, but the grace of God at work in me. Yeah. The second one is that the grace of God that's unto me did not come to be in vain. It's a slightly different word, but with the related root word to the vain back right, in verse right. two. Yeah. yeah. So wanting to mention that There's this grace is this grace is in vain if I'm not right. what I am, if I yeah. if I'm not an apostle. And then the first one is this great one. Just by the grace of God, I am what I am. <laughs> and there's your sermon. <laughs> That's true. You're right. <laughs> and you, you take it. And you can take that in two ways. Both ways. The way that you reminded us of his hard work and status and authority. The authority he has to yeah. talk this way yes. to them. Yeah. He's like, I am what I am. In other words, I am a I am a stinking apostle. I am an apostle. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> And and it's a limited number of people, and yes, I'm, I'm and one I'm of them. A, I'm ranked among them. Yes, but and yet, has. by that very same grace, that means I am in no way worthy to but, be among apostles. I was a persecutor. Correct. I wasn't. Um, I'm not a. I'm not a disciple of Jesus. Correct. He's the only apostle who wasn't a disciple. Correct. You know, except maybe James, but even there, he. You know, it's a complex. And and, relationship. Th- and yeah. that is this is a beautiful glimpse of the kind of posture we actually are supposed to have, right? This we we don't like pride. We don't like to use that. But this so proud, affirmed to be a beloved mm. child of God, that is mm-hmm. a recipient of God's grace. That sets us apart. That we have received God's grace and believed. That that sets us apart. Yeah. And yet, who was I to deserve it? Right. And it's always keeping that tension in mind for us. And if we ever get out of balance with that tension, we're in trouble. Well, there's a sermon, isn't it? I think we'll come back and write that sermon after the break. Does that sound good? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> We're back. Welcome back to Fresh Text. I'm here with uh, Colleen Durr, and we're talking about 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 through 11, with with a special eye, since this will drop the on Holy Week. Yeah. So with a special eye to preaching uh, the truth of the resurrection on Easter or on, on, any, on any given Sunday, since yeah. every Sunday is a little Easter, or better still, every Easter is just a big Sunday. <laughs> we're always celebrating Christ's resurrection. Yes. So let me, if if I may, just read the passage a, sure. a second time, so yes. it's kind of fresh in all of yes. our ears and minds. Please do. And then let's let's explore some sermon starters okay. after that. So now I would remind you, brothers and sisters, of the gospel which I gospelized to you, <laughs> which you received, in which you have been standing, and by which you are being saved. If you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain, 
For I handed on to you, as of first importance, what I also received, Mm -hmm. that the Messiah died for our sins, Mm -hmm. or died for our sins, in accordance to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, in accordance with the scriptures, (laughs) and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve, then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time. Yeah. Most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. To me. For I am the least of the apostles, who I am unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me came to be not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, Mm. but the grace of God that is with me. Mm. With me. Missed that. (laughs) Whether then it was I or they, so we preach and so you You believed. believed. So let's explore some sermon yeah. starters. Yeah. Where would you want to go with this? Well, I think going back to how we started our time yeah. together with with the clear use of the pronouns. So you, he, I, um, hmm. just gives us an obvious outline, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so you, this is your story, right? And your story was made possible because of his story. You have your story because of his story. This is his story. And then this is my story. And this is Paul's story. And, and I, I often end with the, what do I want them to leave with? Right? Mm. Start the, there and work back. The, yes, the teacher and that's, me start with the outcome. Right? <laughs> In mine. So, so the outcome would be, what are you going to do with the resurrection? Okay. Resurrected Christ. You know, what are you going to do with him? Um, this is what I've done with him, Paul says. Okay, yeah. This is what I have done with him. What will you do with him? Um, and so it's that that beautiful outline of the three stories, and then the compelling the compelling question. Um, and and you have no excuses because yeah. Paul was the the least of these. Mm-hmm. So so whatever think whatever you think makes you unacceptable or unworthy. Um, it can't be as bad as what I've done, Paul, uh, in the words of Paul. Mm-hmm. And but yet, by the grace of God, He has He has given me the position. Uh, he has placed me in this position, and He has given me the ability to do the work. Um, yeah, I like that. You, He, I. I. I want to play with that and the idea you pitched at the end of the last segment. Yeah, by the grace of God. By the God, grace I of God, I, I am what I am. I mean, that's the, that is the verse for the it's passage. It's so good. Yeah. And it, it, this is, I mean, not to Greek geek too much, but this is a go a me. I am. Hmm. It's just, it's a larger phrase in the original. So tiny in English. Yes. I am. It's like three little letters. <laughs> but the seven letters stand out more. And... And it, and it reuses it. I think it was three times. Uh, one gets lost in the translation because it's hard to say. But you know, I am yeah. the least of the apostles. Yep, yep. Which 
I am not worthy. So it's the same right. same right. verb again. By the grace of God, I am what I am. So the verb appears four times with three phrases. And I mention it to say, I wonder if you could even, maybe this is stretching too much, but to say, you know, to talk about Christ as the great I am. Yes, yeah. And even Christ, he was who he was by the grace of God, right? This was yeah. the whole plan of God according to the scriptures. Yes, yep. Which is in some ways parallel to the grace of God, right? right. This was the plan. According to scripture. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I am what I am by I the am grace of I God. Am. And who you are, are you. Who, who are you? better yet. Who are who you? Who are you? By the grace, by the grace of, God. of God. Yeah. And you could even have an exercise. I mean, I sometimes I'll have a great exercise first mm. and then I just write the sermon to that or a teaching <laughs> la- I mean yeah I mean I'm I've got that curricular brain in me too yeah uh, when it when it's inspired to go that way <laughs> and I could see an exercise of even a uh, like a if people are at home if you're doing something virtually or in the room if you had a had a, a note card that's like I I hate it when they just give me floppy, but if it's cardstock, yeah. you know, like a cardstock, <laughs> like a little card that says, I am. I am. No, by the grace of God, I, I am. am blank. Right. And maybe explore some different words that we need to be reminded. And and um, and it's, and what are the verb tenses there? So I am. Oh, it's all present tense. Present, present, present. Right, right. Yeah. And so it's this. It's this. Who, who are you? We so want to hold on to who we were. Mm-hmm. But Paul had Even his resurrection makes us think of what we will be. Will be the emphasis Paul, isn't on that. Here. Paul is saying, "I had my own resurrection." Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is who, the person who I, I saw. That's not who I am. That's who I was. That's who I was. Who I am by the grace of God is Paul, an apostle. Yeah, that's good. And I think you could explore a few that need to be inserted. And I think one would be there's two from the passage that I would. Like I could see a, a whole a time of teaching or reflection. This could work in a Bible study where you explore a couple of the the possible I am's here. Yeah, and yeah. one would I think the 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 third of those verbs in uh, at the beginning, right? I am being saved. saved, and even that being. Sometimes we say I'm saved, past yes. tense. Right, right, right. I got saved. That's fine. I'm not saying it's wrong. Right. Or the Psalms usually talk in the future, God save me, future. Right, no, but, but to say I am in the process of being saved. What is the work he is doing in you today? Right. right. Is he doing a work in you today? There you go. Or is all his work in the past? There you go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what so is the, the being work? is as important yes. as the word saved, so that yes. and a dash. Yes. Um, and it's the same word, fun fact. The word translated saved is also the word that's translated in some context healed. Mm. And the kind of maybe yep. another term that I like to use that kind of captures both is rescued. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. Restore. So I am being healed. Be- yeah. yeah. You know, and then you can ask, like you said, am I? Am but I? the am I has to be asked out of the I am. Yes. I know that I am, but am I? Am, am I? I? Do, yes. Am I remembering that? Yes. Am I living? With or against the grain, and, it, of that and truth. it's an active grace. Yes, yes, it's yes. not a passive grace. Oh, that's right. Grace that comes with action. Oh, I think that's right. So, so it would be wrong to think of this grace of God that He mentions three times. It'd be tempting to think He's referencing His calling in the past. Yes, yeah, and He is, but not only that. Right, that Christ appeared. 
that's in the past. Right. That was a moment in time. Yeah. That's not just a mystical experience or right. something. Right. That's a definitive moment in his history yeah. that doesn't happen every day. And yet, in and through that was given a grace that is in and toward him and with him. He with, even switches it to with. With him. Which implies in the work. an active... In yes. the work. With me in the work. Uh, you're right. It is with me. And it's, it would be the same. There, there's two different words for with in Greek. And this is the one that you would use in words for like co-laboring mm, or co-working right, together. Right, it's, right. More, it's the more active with. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to the more kind of settled dwelling yeah, with. There's yeah. a different with. I mean, it's not exact, but yeah, you're right. That co-laboring is so, right there. So then the other question, I am, by the by the grace of the God, I am. Being saved. I am being saved. And I had a what second is, one was what apostle. Is, what is another one? Yeah. Go ahead. What is the work he is doing, you know, yes. in you? Yeah. Uh, and then what are the work you are doing through him? Yeah, 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 yeah. With him. Yeah. So it's he. It's all at the same time. He's doing this incredible work in me while I am also doing his work with him. Super abundant, above and beyond. He uses above that big word, right? More than... Yeah. I worked harder than any of any them. Any of them. Yeah. That's the compelling, what are you going to do with this? Yeah. What are you going to do with the resurrection? Right? That's the compelling. It unleashes good works. Good works and grace are just one of the... They're just united here. It's just not an event that happened. It's important that it's an historical event that happened. Yeah. That matters. But but it's not just an historical event that happened. Yeah, those are are my two most hated uh, (laughs) Easter sermons are the ones that are like all apologetics that it happened. (laughs) And like it's just all... right. Proof that it happened, past tense. Right. Or ones where, like, the fact that it happened is irrelevant. All we're talking right. about is... No, no, no. Oh, is no, it re- we it see resurrection every time, a, a, you know, spring comes. And, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And no, no, no. It's like, no, a thing it, actually happened. And it matters. <laughs> but he gets both here in one moment. Yes. And in the same way, then, in our own lives, it's both the total act of grace of God without my help. Yes. Which resurrection is a perfect image of, yeah. because guess what? The dead don't do things. Dude, that's right. That's right. Right, so it's it's yes. the resurrecting power of God. It has yeah. nothing to do with me. Yeah. And yet it calls forth from me. I was dead in my sin. Yeah. And yet it calls forth from yeah. me this work. Yeah. Just like those two. He was raised on the third day, was raised was by raised. the Father. Yeah. But then he appeared. appeared. Right. Yeah. He actively. That, that's right. And remember, of course, whenever he appears, they don't recognize him right away. Right. So <laughs> that's he, right. he's doing all the work. Yes. Yes. Actively. Yeah. But then they are drawn into it, and yep. they have their own place to play, and he commissions them, sends yep. them out. Yep. Um, there's almost there's very few appearance stories that don't culminate in a commission. Right. Oh, absolutely. And even the ones that do, they're, they're implicit. And how, Emmaus wrote, he doesn't send them out, but he just disappears, and they run back, and then they get commissioned with everybody else. It's like, and, I'm not going to give you a commission before the rest. <laughs> you know? And, and what, a, what a beautiful way to end your Easter message with a commissioning. Yeah. Sending out. The sending, which we should benedict. Right, right. <laughs> right. Benediction. Benediction. Missio. Uh, sending. Dismissal is to send out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I am. But, but being sent in the power of the grace of God. Yes. Um, to embrace the continual work he wants to do in me and, and to embrace the work that he mm-hmm. has called me to do with him. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All these personal names makes me want to, I don't know how this would fit in, but just an idea to pitch to our listeners. 
how fun it might be to to expand this a little bit and add some names. You know, and that gospel was handed on yes. to oh, yeah, and mention names. Yeah. You know, maybe a few church historical, but mostly some names that people know. Well, even in the room and then start and with the older and the younger kind of this, this notion that we're a part of something something the story has continued yeah the testimony of the resurrection has continued through the generations yeah. um, clearly that's one of his intentions is to draw them into this larger story absolutely not just a sort of by there's kind of that there's the mystical and there's the historical and they're both valid the the, the, the historical the mystical would be what happened back there and then in Christ was for you directly, yes. and that's true. That's the grace of God in you. Right, right. right. And yet, you're, it also has come to you through history Absolutely. over time, yeah. and both of those are encouraging. And your unique community of faith has a history. That's right. What is that history? It's important that we know that, and we were reminded. So, in the di- on the day when we're reminded of the history of Christianity, <laughs> right, the death, burial. Uh, and resurrection of Christ and appearing. Um, nice. <laughs> got all four. <laughs> got all four. Uh, we, it's also helpful to be reminded of this body of faith history. Yeah. Um, and especially this year when we all have faced so yes. much yes. death and loss. Yeah. Why does the. Some have we're fallen try, asleep. Some have fallen asleep. We're trying so hard to make sense of it. And this is part of the helping yeah. us make sense yeah. of it. The story has continued. Yeah. And, and, and their legacy, which is Christ's legacy, yeah. continues. So what are you going to do with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You appeared to Elmer. You appealed to Earl. Yeah. <laughs> now you're going to make you me cry. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You appeared to Keith. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And his grace is in you, working in you. Yeah. 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 It's powerful. It's personal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've got the cosmic and the historical and the deeply personal. Deeply personal. All intertwined. Yes. Yes. Yeah, sorry to name your father, but I (laughs) what what our listeners would know, that first name, Elmer, my my uncle's best friend was best friends with with her dad yeah and and passed many years before yeah many many years ago 1986 yeah when i was only a little boy yeah and and just to think that like you know we're part of that story yeah is moving and to recognize you know when he said some of them have fallen asleep you know there's a <laughs> reference here to, yes yeah to the hope of resurrection yes but he doesn't use it primarily to say, hey, those who have fallen asleep are in a better place. That's great to say. <laughs> right, right, right. But like you just said, it's intended here to invite us to be a, to, to cooperate with the grace continue, that's in us. Con- yeah. To continue it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not our own power. That would be the... No, right. The So the error in one direction is to think... There's this burden. I gotta, I gotta do what they. I gotta finish the work yep. that they didn't do, or something. Right, that kind right, of, right. Uh, you know, burden is no. unnecessary. No. But also, it's false to think. Oh, I could never do what they did. Absolutely, absolutely. Because you know? um, I mean, and I, that's. I mean, I think that could be very relevant, not just in a sermon for anyone listening, but just right now to even think about. Like, I think some of us 
have either when it's parents or predecessors in ministry or work who just really drop the ball and we are trying to do what they failed at. Yeah. Make <laughs> we're up trying, for it. We're trying to be the dad they weren't. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. We're trying to be the pastor that we didn't get. Yeah. Right? And yep. you can feel that and it and it, it creates a anxious striving. Yeah. It's not living in the grace. Right. Absolutely. And then others of us had we follow in the footsteps of giants. Yes. You know? We're sitting on the yeah. shoulders of giants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we have a different burden where we're like, Yeah, how could I even do half of that? Right. Right. Um or or we're still, because you and I probably don't suffer from that as much as we already think we're better, but no one recognizes it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? Like, we're like, I have something to offer too, too. but that, that, yes, that chip on the shoulder, why aren't, why am I not being recognized right, right, right. for what I've done? Right. That's all stepping out of the perspective of grace. The grace of God. Yeah. Because by the grace of God, I am what I am. I if am, I were going to do a mantra-style sermon, what I am. you just say that line over and over and again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So the being reminded of all of these heroes of the faith, that by the grace of the God, I am what I am. Yeah. I have my role to play. I yes. am being saved. Yeah. I am being sent. I'm an apostle, which yeah. is all that apostle means. It's yeah. being a, a sent one. Sent one. And then maybe the third would be the, the empty line. What, what, what do you need to add to that? What else? Yeah. What else am I by the grace of God right. that I need to remember today? And today's just back to the first verb. This is just a remembering. He's not telling them anything they no. haven't heard before. Yeah. What do you need to remember, remember. today? Yeah. So I've told you two things. You're, you're, I've reminded you that you're being saved, that you're being sent. Yeah. What's one other thing that you need to remember today? Yeah. Sometimes I do that where I'll think. I've got three points. I write two of them. The third one's, <laughs> the third one's for <laughs> you to write, at, dear listener. You, 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 you reflect and, and see what God's saying to you. Yeah. You know? Mm. Well, this was fun. Did you have some fun? Oh, am I worried? Yes. It's lovely. <laughs> it's exciting. I love it. juicy text makes me want to preach Oh, on it's it. a great text. It's a great text. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's... It's been a difficult year, and I think yeah. we need to own that. But, and name names. And yeah, and name <laughs> <Right>? names, and, <laughs> and just remember. Uh, the, yeah, the um, but by the grace of God, I am what I am, which is alive, still alive. I mean, you and I both got it. You and I both had the, the COVID this winter. Yes, and yeah. are still. I mean, I still haven't shaken the no exhaustion. Yeah, but I mean, you, you're. Uh, well, Fatigue, that's the term, right? Yes. I mean, you fatigued is still, like, more productive than me not fatigued, but... (laughs) But I definitely have it. (laughs) COVID brain is a real thing. But just that recognition, by the grace of God, I am what I am. I am am among those who are still awake. Yeah. So not, again, not as a burden. No, no. uh, to, To prove myself or to make up for what was lost... But out of sheer gratitude that I'm among those alive, uh, you know, how then, what's next? (laughs) What's next? That's right. What's next in my time of service? Yeah. Because at at some point, you can't continue to look over your shoulder. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is about looking forward. And I think it's the church needs a moment to look forward. Yeah, I think that's right. Let me let me add one thing before we go, if that's okay. 
I know I kind of was rapping, but the very last line of this chapter, it seems worth bringing up because it's it's where he lands the plane. We're, <laughs> we're trying to get it all out of this one. But yeah. the very last line of 15 brings back these exact verbs again, yeah. just like he said, labor, right? I have labored more than any of them, Yeah. Um, but not me, uh, but the God. And then also the, the grace of God has not come in vain. I mean, this last line. 58, where it says, therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, <laughs> be steadfast, which reminds us of the holding fast, yep. immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Hmm. So that's his work, knowing, recognizing, remembering that your labor, different word, is your labor is not in vain, in, vain. in the Lord. The Lord. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, the end of the chapter comes back. Yeah. This is really all about us laboring, yeah. but not laboring in vain. Right. And not laboring. And there's lots of ways to be in vain. One is to... Do it on your own. Yep. And the other way is to think he did all of it and we have nothing left to do. Yeah. yeah. Right? Neither of those is true. Yeah. He has given us a labor. Yeah. But it's a labor of love and freedom and grace. That's the benediction to the... Yeah to the path. Yeah. The you're sermon. Right. You're right. That's maybe why I wanted to go there. <laughs> yeah. That's the benediction. <laughs> well, then let's hear it again. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, be immovable, always be overflowing in the work of the Lord, remembering that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Amen. All right. Thanks so much, Colleen, for this hour. Thanks to Todd and Eric for their production work. Can't imagine doing it without them. Thanks to Tom for donating the theme music. And most of all, thanks to you, dear listeners, uh, for chiming in and getting the word around, sharing the show, and and uh, especially patron saints who've chosen to support the show financially uh, for the production team behind the scenes. Uh, so thanks so much. And we say, as always, have a good preach and a great week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. <laughs>